welcome back to Solidarity on the Bench. I'm your host, KDU, and I'm really excited for today's episode. I think I say that every single episode, but to preface, if there's a little bit of a humming noise behind me, that's my fridge. And one time I unplugged my fridge for the podcast and I completely forgot to replug it. So I probably shouldn't do that anymore. Hopefully the humming stops. But yeah, today's episode is titled don't wait for an invitation and unlike a lot of my episodes i feel like i don't really have a plan or an agenda for you guys i just kind of wanted to talk about my weekend how i've been doing and a little bit about why i think you should feel comfortable doing things alone so that's the topic of today's episode to set the scene i love doing this before i start recording is it's a tuesday morning it's about 9 30 a.m i just woke up i actually finished the akatar series late last night i was up until maybe 1 a.m reading which i've been doing a lot of that recently is just staying up reading because that series has kind of a chokehold on me so i finally finished it i have to decide what i want to read next because i've been with these characters for a little over two weeks and it's going to be really really weird not being in their fantasy world and not being with them so i woke up a little bit later today i've been doing this like every other day gym routine which just corresponded really good to a hair wash day so today is not my gym day and honestly I really like this every other day thing it takes the pressure off of me to decide whether or not I want to work out and I used to do back-to-back days and although I think those are still really fun and really funky fresh I actually think that going every other day has helped my gym routine so much more because I am more excited to get back into the gym and I'm less sore and so I feel like I can do heavier weights, longer holds, and I see a lot more progress because I'm taking more rest and I'm not just pushing myself to go five times a a week because I want to be in the gym five times a week. So three to four times, um, that's what like every other day is, has been working really well for me and I feel, you know, abundantly sore and I'm seeing good gains and so I think I'm going to continue with this. So yeah, I had a little bit more of a lie-in this morning, especially since I was up late last night, but I'm really excited. I feel like I haven't filmed a solo podcast episode in a really long time and I just wanted to sit down and kind of talk through things that I'm thinking about and especially this weekend because I spent a lot of my therapy session yesterday talking about it. So without further ado, I think that we should just jump right into the topic of today's episode which is to be comfortable doing things alone and also be comfortable like making the plans. Let me start with I think the latter because I hate planning which is really funny. I actually don't like it planning. I don't want people to like rely on me to have knowledge. I get really anxious and overwhelmed, but I do like to plan. So maybe it's like I like to plan, but I just don't like it when people rely on me to know what the plan is. Like I would love to plan with another person to do things. Um, But recently I've decided that I can't keep waiting for people to take me 
on really fun trips and do things that I want to do. I just have to plan them myself and I have to ask people if they want to join me and in that I have to be okay if they say that they don't want to join me and I end up having to do it alone. And so I think that the two topics that I was mentioning earlier kind of go hand in hand. But for example, this weekend I decided that I actually haven't been on a hike in a really long time and I really wanted to get up into um, our mountains before I graduate because they're so close and since I'm moving to a city, I'm not really going to have access to the kind of hiking and uh, trails that I'm going to have access to here at college. So I texted some of my friends and I asked them if they wanted to go for a waterfall hike and sorry, I was like, what is that noise? That noise uh, is my computer overheating, so we're going to change that really quick. But I texted them and I asked them if they wanted to go for a waterfall hike and a couple of them said no because they're just not interested in hiking, but a lot of them said yes and I ended up actually going to visit one of the waterfalls. It had a lot of snow on it. It was absolutely gorgeous. I was definitely not dressed for the weather. I went with two of my close friends and one of my friends actually bought, brought his significant other and so it was a nice group of four and it was a very chill hike. It was literally like I want to say a mile round trip, it really wasn't all that hard, but it was really fun just to be able to get in a car with, you know, people who didn't really know each other, they were both my mutual friends, but they didn't know each other, and just to have some fun conversations, drive up the mountain, really enjoy each other's company, and I ended up doing that waterfall hike that I've always wanted to do, I've always seen pictures of it, and I went with some really good company, and overall, I'm really, really happy that I decided to coordinate this this trip and you know ask around and bring this group of people up even though I didn't drive one of my friends drove like I still coordinated the trip and it was honestly a lot of fun I think that it started like what ended up being a really good weekend because after that I decided that I wanted to go to my friend's performance and so me and one of my friends who were on the hike we like changed out of our hiking clothes, got some dinner, and then went to the performance with my friends like sweetmates. And so again, it was like a different group of people doing things that I was kind of coordinating it. I was in the middle of it, but I was also okay with the fact that if, you know, my friend from the hike didn't want to go watch the performance or my friend sweetmates didn't want to go with me, like I could have gone by myself and I would have been totally fine because I had made up in my mind that I really wanted to do something and regardless of the company that was around me, it's obviously a bonus to be able to do it with people, but I'm realizing, especially with, you know, my graduation coming up, I have about four more weeks on campus. If I want to do things, at these colleges and I want to make these memories, I have to be comfortable and okay doing it alone. And so another example from my really fun weekend was I decided after brunch, it was such a hot day, like it was sweltering hot and I've been telling all my friends that I've wanted to go out and tan and sizzle by the pool. So I I was with one of my friends after brunch and I was like, hey, like, I really want to go to the pool. Do you want to come with me? And she was like, no, actually, I just want to lie down. Like, I just want to lie in my bed. And I was like, you know what? That's so valid. So I came back to my room and I was like, oh, you know, I really wanted to go to the pool, but I have no one to go with. Like, I could let that discourage me. And I did for a little bit. Like, let's be clear. I lay down on my floor and I watched TikToks for 20 minutes and I was really sad that no one I knew wanted to go to the pool with me. But I decided, you know what? 
it doesn't matter if no one's gonna go with me. I still really wanna go and I'm gonna make a whole like day out of it. So our pool is connected to our gym. And so I brought, I was wearing my pool stuff and I brought my gym clothes so I could do a little switcheroo. And it was actually really nice cause I had no one scheduled to adhere to. I just found like one solo chair and I was able to lay out and sizzle and read my book for about an hour and a half. And then when I was ready, I decided to go back inside, change and then hit the gym for another hour and a half so I was like in the gym pool situation for about three hours and it was so much fun like I had such a good workout I was really just vibing with myself I ended up also getting dinner I got chipotle by myself because I was like I'm really craving chipotle I don't really want dining hall food so I'm just gonna go and drive myself and I made a whole day of just doing things that I really wanted to do with or without the company that I had and and then I was invited to watch the Super Mario Bros. movie that night, and so I ended up doing that as well. But th these are just examples of things that, like, I wanted to do, and even though people around me may not have wanted to do it with me, I decided to do it anyway. And so the title of the episode, Don't Wait for an Invitation, it means that you should start creating the memories that you want to see. Like if you want to have a Pinterest picnic and you want to lay out and wear cute little dresses and take pictures, like don't wait for someone else to organize that for you grab a friend, try to organize it together. And even if it's just you two, like that's cute as heck. If it's just a solo picnic, that's still really cute. Like don't wait for someone else to start planning things that you wanna do. There's gonna be a lot of things in life where you're gonna have to do it, not necessarily solo, but alone. And so another example of this is I love hiking. I think that that was pretty clear from me wanting to go on a hike. I really love hiking. I love backpacking. I love the outdoors, but I'm not super comfortable doing it alone. I have no experience like backpacking by myself. I've only been on trips with other people and like organizations where they give you the food and they know where they're going. And I didn't know how to lead a trips, but I was telling my mom, I was like, mom, I really want to go backpacking again. I remember having so much fun when I did that. And so I ended up signing up for a Knowles course, the National Outdoor Leadership School, and that was when I backpacked in Alaska last year, which is crazy. That's been a year already, or I guess 11 months, but you know, same old, same old. And I signed up and I was doing it alone. Like I had no, I didn't know anyone else who was going to be on the trip. And when I got to, like I had to fly into Alaska by myself, during everyone's graduation, I was really upset. Like I missed all of my friends' graduations, but I had to fly into Alaska. I had to leave school like super early and I flew in. I got to Anchorage by myself. I grabbed like a cab and I sat in the in the hotel room for the night and I like got room service. I was like, I don't want to leave here. I have all of my stuff. Like I don't know a single person in Anchorage. I'm going to like FaceTime my friends. I'm going to FaceTime my parents. But I was so nervous because I was doing this program by myself and I had no one else, like I didn't know any anybody else doing the program and it ended up that everyone else did it that way too. Sometimes people will bring like a friend or two on the Knowles program that they do, but this one, like no one knew anyone. There was a wild connection where someone went to, you know, the same like state school as another person and like they lived in the same building and it was this crazy connection. But other than that, like we'd had no prior knowledge of each other and it ended up being the best like four weeks of my life. It was so much fun. I had was just completely immersed in nature and it came at such a spe spectacular time and I have no regrets doing it 
and I am still in touch with a lot of the people that I went on the trip with to this day and honestly like if I had waited for someone in my life that I know right now to go on that trip with me, I would have been waiting forever. But there are a lot of instances where maybe there's like a trip that you want to go on and no one wants to go on it with you. You have to be comfortable signing up for it alone and being okay with the possibility that you're going to go at this alone and you're going to be able to make new friends and you're going to be put in an uncomfortable situation where maybe you're super introverted but you have to become more of an extrovert and make new friends and so another example of this I think this is just a episode with a lot of examples in my life because I did a lot of reflecting in therapy and my therapist and I were really just happy and thinking about how much work and progress has been made so another example then I'll go into more therapy thoughts but I signed up for this thing called Survivor at my school. It is based on the TV show Survivor, which I am a long-term, like, die-hard fan of Survivor. For Christmas, my dad got me a shirt with Jeff Probst's face on it. Like, that's how much I love Survivor. It's this thing that my mom and my sister and I, like, watch together, and we have a bracket system, and it's, like, super fun. It's something that I really, really cherish, and it you know, I love Survivor. I've loved Survivor for over a decade. And when I saw that these applications came out, I decided to sign up. None of my friends wanted to do this with me. And it was just me. And I was like, okay, if I get in, like, I'm not going to know a single person. And the first time I went to a tribe meeting, I was so scared. I was like, I don't know a single person. Maybe, you know, they're all going to hate me. Like, this is a game about alliances. It's about social players. Obviously, we're not surviving on a you know island we're in college and so all of our challenges are just immunity and I was like I'm so worried that I don't know anyone and people are not going to like me but I went and I had to be a little bit more extroverted and it was really exhausting to do that because I wanted to make a really good first impression but I'm an ambivert which means that I'm like 50% extroverted 50% introverted so I had to tap into the extrovert in me a little bit and I ended up having a lot of fun and I'm still in the game, knock on wood. We have a tribal tonight, but I don't think I'm on the chopping block again, knock on wood. And I am having a lot of fun just like getting to know the people on my tribe and making these connections like outside of the game as well. I know that I only have a month left of college and I think that sometimes that can discourage me from wanting to make new friends because I'm like, okay, you're not going to make it, you know, out of college. Like we're not going to be friends outside of college, but I think that that is not an excuse not to put yourself out there and so I'm having a lot of fun with Survivor. Obviously now I know a lot of people in my tribe. I've been playing it for a couple of weeks but the initial phase of being like this is something I really want to do and I asked around and no one wants to do it with me and that's really scary because that means I'm going to have to show up alone a couple of times and I'm going to have to be this bigger extroverted person to be likable um, a couple of times until you know I have a grasp on who the people in my tribe are but it worked out and ultimately like I was telling my therapist yesterday I'm having so much fun and I'm so glad that I signed up and I'm so glad that the fear of doing things alone did not hold me back from having these memories and creating these experiences where I'm really going to cherish you know my last Um, month of college playing survivor with these people every you know twice a week or whatever like it has just been so much fun it really is the highlight of my week and I'm really excited for you know tribal and the challenge tonight like I just have 
so much fun doing these challenges. So ultimately, after a lot of reflection about all of these moments with my therapist, I think that we were just really, really happy because we realized that for me, especially like being alone and being isolated from the world by default is a really big like pain point and trigger point for me. It's like in the sense that if I don't have a lot of close friends and I don't have people to do things with, I would last year I would have much rather not done things at all than to be caught dead doing things alone but this year I'm kind of realizing like okay if no one's going to go with me like I can go by myself and sometimes that means I actually do go alone but sometimes that means I create spaces with other people and I ask around and I make the memories that I want to make and sometimes that means I do things alone but I meet a lot of other people while doing those things and so There's a lot of instances in my life in this past year where I have had to take that leap of faith and I actually have videos of myself before I go and do like really scary things for me. Whereas like really scary things in the context of I don't really know anyone socially and I'm a little bit nervous because I have to kind of perform almost and be more extroverted and try to get to know people and I am really scared but I watch those videos back you know at the end of the day and I like laugh because I'm like wow like it really was not that scary it was not that bad and I am so glad that I did it and I think that there are so many moments that I could have talked myself out of doing things that I really wanted to do because I was scared and I'm so glad looking back that I didn't do that and that I took these leaps of faith and that I put all of this faith in myself to be able to make a fun time regardless of if I know someone or not and um, my therapist was telling me that this is really a skill and it's a muscle that you have to work and it gets easier over time like for example last year I hated eating alone at the dining halls I thought that was really embarrassing for some reason and so I just would not eat dinner like not out of anything other than I just didn't want to eat alone so I started with that transition like I was like that's not acceptable like I have to eat especially like a big filling dinner if I'm being active all day if I'm going to the gym as much as I do I have to eat so I started by just going off campus and I was like if no one wants to eat dinner with me and I don't want to be seen alone on the dining halls that's totally fine I'll just go get my little Chipotle so I would go and eat off campus but now I'm in the space where I'm like I don't really care like I will go and eat in the dining hall by myself who cares I still do it in like off hour times like I go at 11 or like 12 45 because there's not going to be as many people there but that's just like a a level of comfort that's a compromise for me to be like that's what's going to make me feel comfortable and confident to be able to do those things but it's really funny because I just don't like eating alone at the dining halls but I am so totally okay with eating alone at a restaurant like I went to eat ramen yesterday after my therapy session because my therapy is from 6 to 7 p.m which is when a lot of people obviously want to go get dinner and my class ends at 5 30 so I don't really have time to get dinner beforehand and at 7 most of our dining halls are closed which first of all is absolutely absurd but that point being I normally just go off campus and eat by myself and whether that means actually going to a sit-down restaurant and eating by myself or eating Chipotle like in my car and having like some reflection time, whatever that means, I am actually so comfortable now eating alone 
because I've had to practice it every single week and I've had to build this muscle and like work this muscle every single week of being comfortable and confident to go and be like yeah I want a table for one please and I really don't think it's that scary anymore and it's like such a 360 degree turn to where I was this time last year because I've just put myself in so many opportunities where I've had to learn how to grow this muscle. So ultimately, I get it. I think the takeaway of this because I do want to give a takeaway, I want to give some sort of rounded ending is that you should just do the things that you want to do. And it, I think that if you're not used to doing things alone definitely start small that there's no problem with starting small in in this sphere but do the things that you want to do even if it means doing things alone or even if it means signing up to go in a group that you've never met a single person with I don't think that anyone else's not like anyone else's lack of interest in doing your things means that your things are less valuable I think that you should still continue to create the life that you want to see and if people are not you know if you want to do something really fun with your friends you can be the organizer of that you don't have to wait for someone else to organize something like even if you're not normally the organizer friend I think there's so much merit in being able to organize and mobilize a lot of different people and I think that especially in college people are waiting for other people to organize these fun events what I've learned from my four years of college is like if no one organizes it, it won't get done. So maybe sometimes you have to be a little bit more proactive to live the life you want, but there's so much merit in being able to be proactive and tell the universe like, hey, I don't care if I have to do this alone. I care about this thing and I still want to do it. So be okay with doing things alone. Be okay with doing things with people you don't know as well. And you know, be okay with organizing things. Don't wait for the invitation to start living your life the way that you want to live it. That's the takeaway. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Solidarity on the Bench. As always, I'm your host, Katie Yu, and you can find me on other corners of the internet. I also have a newsletter that comes out every week, also on Tuesdays. And by the way, I'm crowdsourcing some information. I really want to make an exclusive like digital ebook PDF for my newsletter subscribers. So if you have any ideas, I'm thinking about maybe like in affirmations or maybe journal prompts. So let me know what you would like to see down below. If you subscribe to my newsletter, you will get that PDF sent to you. That would be really exciting. I also have an Instagram, which is just my name at katie.eu. And what else? I have a TikTok, Goodreads, I um, I don't know, Pinterest, everything on the internet, all of my links for everything will be down below. But thank you so much again for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.